From Pembroke Dock to Pancheston. For Pembrokeshire. From Pembrokeshire, this is Pure West Radio. Pure West Radio News. With the latest news for Pembrokeshire, I'm Kim Thomas. There have been 301 new coronavirus cases recorded in the Hewilvar Health Board area, according to the figures of Friday, September the 10th. Public Health Wales data shows there were 183 new cases in Carmarthenshire, 61 in Pembrokeshire and 57 in Ceredigion since the last report. The total number of cases across the three counties is now 25,002. 15,378 in Carmarthenshire, 6,345 in Pembrokeshire and 3,270 in Ceredigion. One new COVID-19 related death has been recorded in the Huelvar area, with a total now 497 for the duration of the pandemic. An entrepreneur from Pembrokeshire has been nominated for a national award championing female accomplishments. Leanne Holder has been nominated for the 2021 Juarateg Women Spire Awards, where finalists include community champions, sportswomen, those advancing gender equality, remarkable learners and inspiring leaders. Leanne has been nominated in the entrepreneur category for her work in setting up and running Because Race Car Box. Leanne set up Because Race Car Box, a subscription box for car cleaning enthusiasts with her partner four years ago. Wanting to encourage women into cleaning their cars and to move away from the male-scented male terminology that was represented in the automotive industry, Leanne launched the Pink Detailing Collection. Despite the pandemic, the business has grown thanks to Leanne's approach and they now have distributors in France and Belgium. Being a woman in the automotive industry, Leanne has had had to face a lot of adversity to be taken seriously, which drives her to support female entrepreneurs and inspire them into male-dominated industry. Leanne is up against Jane Woodman from Swansea, who set up the menopause team, Lauren Bowen from Triorki, who runs Loaded Burgers and Fries, and authentic Chinese restaurant owner Gigi Zhao, from Swansea. The online awards finals will take place at 7pm on Thursday, September the 30th and will be streamed across ITV Cymru's Wales Facebook Live and Twitter. Warwick Davis is the latest celebrity to be spotted in Pembrokeshire this year as he enjoyed a meal with his family at a restaurant in Saundersfoot. The actor is known for his roles in Star Wars and Harry Potter films as well as Life's Too Short, Willow and being the host of TV quiz show Tenable. The Mulberry restaurant in Saundersfoot managed to get a photograph of the actor as he visited the town with his family this week. This comes after Forrest Whitaker, Dizzy Rascal and Michael Portillo have all been spotted either working or holidaying in our quiet corner of Britain across the last few months. However, Davis is a regular visitor to Pembrokeshire, with this being his latest visit to the restaurant where staff referred to him as a regular. David Powers Police have confirmed that a woman who was found after going missing in the Angle area before being airlifted to hospital has been pronounced dead. The 40-year-old woman was found after it was thought she was in the area around Angle at approximately 2.40pm on the afternoon of Monday, September the 6th. David Powers Police said she was found in the sea by the Coast Guard helicopter which then transported her to hospital, where she was sadly pronounced dead. Next of kin and coroner have been informed. The police continued, saying there are no suspicious circumstances in her death. And that's it. You're up to date with the Pembrokeshire News, with me, Kim Thomas. Pure West Radio weather. Thank you to Kim Thomas there for the latest news in Pembrokeshire. Now your weather for the rest of the day. Tonight is going to be largely dry with plenty of clear spells this evening. Cloud cover will then increase throughout the early hours with rain arriving in the southwest of the country. 
with a minimum temperature of 10 degrees. Tomorrow, cloud and rain will be spreading from Radio.
Welcome back to my show. This is Jill here on Pure West Radio with Laurie's Lifestyle with you here until four o'clock this afternoon. Now, I've been joined in the studio by Pure West Radio's very own Unlocked Gardener, my lovely friend Sue Pugh. Good afternoon, Sue. Good afternoon, Jill. How are you? I'm not too bad. Thank you very much. Good. And it's nice to be back. Yes, it's lovely to have you back. It's even nicer to have you back in the studio. I know. It's lovely, Um, isn't it? Such a difference. It does. It's lovely. It's it's lovely to see you and and we can do it. I mean, it's just, oh, it's just brilliant. Anyway, lots has been happening in your life, in your garden. What's been going on? Everything that's... Was blooming, maybe going a little bit shreddy uh, now? I don't know. What, yes, what's your remedy? Um, I do believe that my garden is actually past its best now. Oh, but I'm sure it isn't. Well, um, some of the things, some of the plants and the flowers I'm managing to keep going and thriving. Like I keep going on about Cosmos, but they're my yeah. sort of fail-safe plant. You'll go to, yeah. Deadheading them every morning, that new buds springing up all the time, beautiful colour, beautiful little petals, lovely colours. They just make a statement in the garden. And I'm going to go more on those next year. I'm going to go big on those because they're about the only thing that doesn't let you down as you get into the late garden. Really? Yeah, yeah. And uh, 
my hydrangeas are there doing well they're yes. starting to go over now yes bit. they're it's, beautiful though aren't they yes, i mean i've yes. i've really it's funny since we were talking about hydrangeas i've been noticing people oh, yes. and you had them and they're beautiful and i thought right this is it next year hydrangeas and they're big yes and they <laughs> you can't, can't miss yes, them you can't miss it but like no. begonias really <laughs> yes that's right but, and also the great thing about hydrangeas as well as being perennial which means they come back every year they don't need any attention. Right. You know, you don't have to. You don't dare tear them until they've all gone brown, and then uh, and then you can leave them like that if you want to. Yeah. And yeah. then you just dare tear them. I I usually do mine um, after you've got to wait till all the frosts have gone because apparently that brown mop head protects the rest of the plant that's going to grow through for next spring. Oh, does it really? It keeps the frost off the oh, birds wow. and whatever's happening down below ground. Yeah. And then once the last frost has gone, then you cut the, the mop heads off. Fantastic. And they make lovely arrangements of their oh, own. Oh, they do. Yes, yeah. they do, actually. Yeah. you like that sort of natural, organic look mm. in your house, it's a very nice plant to use amongst uh, those sort of stems. Yeah. Well, that's really interesting, actually. It sort of acts like a little umbrella. That's an right. insulating exactly umbrella. That. And I don't think they look awful. I, no. I rather like them. They're I quite mean, pretty. They, they change colours as well. I had the very bright blue, as you probably saw when you were there, and then I was yeah. sort of fading to a sort of a, a lilac. Yeah. And then it'll probably go some other colour, pinky, and then it'll start losing the colour altogether. Yeah, but, um, yeah. Yeah, so I, cool. I, I'm always buying more hydrangeas yes. because, uh, you know, they do make an impact. And I just bought one last week to put by my gate. So I painted oh, right. my garden gate grey. Oh, have you? Oh, have you? Yeah, oh, I bought a lovely nice. bright pink hydrangea, which will look nice against oh, the Oh, that'll, that'll look really nice. And a grey pot to put it in. Fantastic. I'm full of these little tricks. Yeah, <laughs> indeed. Well, that's what makes your garden so interesting. It's always an absolute delight to come up to your garden. <gasps> and oh, when I well, came up, I c- remember I came up a couple of weeks ago. We just sat there, didn't we, in the afternoon drinking I tea, know, yeah. eating and a gin cake. And tonic. Yes, oh yes, just a crafty uh, uh, one. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> was it somebody's birthday? No, it wasn't. Yeah, it was for my birthday. I, it was just no, a little. I was here for your birthday. Oh yeah. Oh yes, you were. Oh, maybe oh gosh. It was a bit of a joint. Uh, well, it was a joint yeah, do. Yes. Both, well, yes. For anybody yeah. that knows, yeah. Sue's birthday is in July. Mine's in August. So we yeah, try and have a little weeks. soiree uh, sort of lasting from yeah. July until August, don't we? <laughs> That's right. Although we did see each other on yeah. both our birthdays. Absolute, year, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Um, so other flowers that I've got in the garden. I'm still waiting on my asters. They have not come out yet, but uh, I've got my fingers crossed. And I hope they do because they have loads of, hundreds of little sort of dark pink flowers and they keep going on their perennial and um, I think I mentioned it in my little script last week they're known as the Michaelmas daisy which is 29th of September Michaelmas day right and that's when they bloom around that time oh, so really? I'm, I'm still hopeful yeah oh definitely yeah, yeah. one of those sort of late blooming yes. flowers yes. yeah but I was Fantastic. at Manabur Garden Centre some of their asters are already out but some weren't, so that's given me a bit of hope. Oh, good, absolutely, yes. yeah. But like, <laughs> a bit like me with the geraniums, oh, and yeah. I start panicking when it gets yeah. to August and they haven't come out, and then all of a sudden, ta-da, and they're yeah. there, and it's lovely. But well, yeah. the geraniums and the begonias—they hang around, but yes. they do need attention. Oh yes, because they can go to look yeah. quite leggy and quite decayed if you don't keep removing those. Yes, dead a- a- absolutely. Yes, I'm with you. And one yeah. one thing I was going to ask you as well is that my even though I've had loads of beautiful beautiful blooms on my geraniums yeah. uh, a lot of the leaves have been eaten now I mm. put down slug pellets thinking it's either slugs or snails and everything but no no, no. so still... I still get eaten yeah 
Right. Well, hmm. did you put organic slug pellets? No. Because those are the ones that were recommended when we went to that open garden in Trafford. Oh, She said yeah. organic ones. Organic. But oh, I maybe don't know I'm... if that would make yeah, any difference. Yeah. I've tried putting perlite uh, sort of chippings and gravel around my hostas. Right. And it did work for a long time, but I noticed now they're being nibbled again. Oh. So it might not be slugs and snails. No. It could be Mr. Fox. Oh, oh, Mr. Squirrel. Oh, that's indeed. Along. Yes, maybe. Because I haven't you know. seen any. Normally, you see slugs, don't you? And yeah, you get the yeah. trails. That's but right, but yeah. I haven't seen any. So I was, oh, yeah, gosh. Be, uh, I other. hadn't <laughs> thought of that. Hedgehogs. Anything. Yeah. Because, yeah. oh, I'd love to know what goes on in our garden at night. So, I mean, you could, <laughs> ele- you could elevate them. That, that, you probably notice if you've got pots of geraniums on the windowsill. Oh, yes. That, that probably yeah, well, the ones that are on my there. wall are not so bad as the ones that are on the ground. Brown, so it right, could, yeah. yes, it could be crafty yeah. little animals sneaking around my geraniums. What are we going to do? occupational hazard it's, for gardeners, always <laughs> trying to combat these yes, little Yes, I know, enemies. I know, I know. <laughs> Anyway, tell us about your visit then to the BBC Gardener's World exhibition at the NEC that you went to a few weeks ago. we did go and we were touch and go whether we should go because, you know, we were a bit concerned about the virus and this, that and the other. But we did read that it had been pared down and that it was going to be mostly outdoors and that they had great controls in place. And also because it was a bank holiday and the traffic was horrendous, we were so late getting there, most people had left. So mm. it was really, really easy to move around oh, and good. feel safe. Good. But beautiful indoor, they've got a huge marquee called the Flower Marquee. The most, you know, flowers in like full bloom, healthy, gorgeous, of every type of variety of flower you can think of. Oh, I bet. Absolutely beautiful. Mm. They had all these little vintage areas where you could have a cup of tea. Of course, Monty Don at <gasps> five o'clock did his little talk. Whoa. What was that, he talking about? He was talking about his house, Long Meadow, and his garden there, which he's always in, you know, on his programme. He's always broadcasting from Long Meadow and telling us how to do this, that, and the other. So he was talking about how that came about, how they brought the house, how they planted it up, how they brought it on, and everything. But he, he looks just the same as he did on the. I don't know Does what he? I was expecting. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, he had a long scarf on, you know, and yeah. I'm sure he still had his gardening clothes on. You know, he's always got those same navy sort of drill trousers yeah. and jacket. Yeah, He was I dressed know. exactly like that. Was he? <laughs> yeah. He's very sort of trendy in a cool sort of yeah, way, very, isn't he? he's very popular. Yeah, he yeah, is, Especially yeah. with the ladies. Oh, I can imagine, yeah. Because yeah. yeah. I, lo- I loved watching him, um, I think it was last Friday, wasn't it, when he had Will Young on I there, know. my fave Will Young, and they both had the same hats on. That made me tickle. That's tick right, off. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. That was that was was um joe swift i think it was joe swift oh the one that was helping will yes yes that's that's right right. yes but wasn't it strange that you'd been to see uh, i had been to the nec gardener's world show on the friday following wednesday you went to see william and then the following friday there was william yeah Popping up on Gardner's I Farm. know. It's one of those spooky moments where I you know. think, da 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 da. Yeah, the, wor- the worlds yeah. collided. Yeah, fantastic. Absolutely brilliant. Yeah. So, um, so you're going to the Chelsea Flower Show soon we as have well. Got tickets. I think it's going to be a whole different experience to the Gardener's World because it's, well, it's Chelsea. It's very popular. And we yeah. know that 
all the celebs go there and the Queen goes yeah, there and everything yeah. and it's really crowded so uh, yeah. oh it'd be interesting though it'd be interesting I, I might find it a bit overwhelming I'm not used to crowds yeah anymore. oh it'll be oh it'll be lovely yeah because they do lots about, of projects yeah. and various things don't they oh, yeah, you know absolutely. and it's not just all about the flowers no, is it no, it'll be yeah. oh There's it'll be fab all sorts of side things yeah. going on I think there's live music as well, isn't there? Was there? Oh, yeah, cool. I'm pretty sure oh. there was live music one year. But I like the show gardens, and I like yeah. that at Gardener's World. You see these only little areas, and yet they just do so much with them. Yeah, they absolutely. They just capture our attention, and yeah. you think... And, and also, you can get ideas to take to your own garden and think, oh, definitely. I can do that in mine, it would work. Mm. And it's great for inspiration, looking around the show gardens. Fantastic, yeah. yeah. Oh, it'll be brilliant, yeah. So um, so what projects have you got for the garden for, for the autumn, the winter, next year? Have you planted any bulbs yet? Well, I don't usually plant my bulbs until October and even November for daffodils, so that they, you know, they have just about the right amount of time before they come out in the spring what I find for this time of year I'm doing a lot of um, pulling things out of the garden mm. two reasons they've all gone over they look awful and I want to make space for my spring garden mm. you know you're always thinking ahead with gardening mm. so if I've got space I want to plant my daffodil bulbs and my tulip bulbs and my alliums in October which isn't that far off is it no Next well, month. absolutely yeah so I've got to get my garden ready and the soil ready so that I can do that and uh, it's funny even since last week I've noticed the garden deteriorated quite a lot yes yeah i know you've only need to have like a few windy wet days know, and everything yeah. just looks <laughs> if you've got trees all the leaves have come down the trees and they're all over everything you know in my pots it just everything's yeah you can tell that the garden is waning yeah you know, and, uh, uh, and it just all happened all of a sudden really yeah I know, but I know. uh yes what else have i got to do with my garden I, well, I am, uh, every year, I always try and plant up an autumn pot, mm. a few autumn containers. Mm. So I get heathers, which are in the garden centre now, lovely purples, bright pinks, you know, very bright berries, um, some sort of variegated foliage, such as pittosporin or a coleus, you know, just for interest. And um, I, I always say, I always put a sort of a hero piece or a star of the show or a leading lady, as I've also heard them call, which would either be my miniature fur in the middle so everything else can come around it, or just some big plant, but it needs to be perennial. And you'll probably find that that container will keep going through the seasons. Yeah. You know, the, yeah. the, the heathers will fade and go off a bit, but you can easily replace them. You can them. replace them, yeah. But everything fab. else, the pittosporum, the fur, and um, the berries as well, they always seem to be there and they don't, they don't go over. No. And um, what I would add, just for a bit of colour, is, um, oh, that, um, cyclamen. Oh, that's lovely. Yeah, cyclamen yeah. Is, is very yeah, nice. Stick one of those in the side yeah, as well. Yeah, nice. And you've got a beautiful, colourful plant, which you, plant pot which you can put out there. And you've got the winter pansies, the winter violas. You know, there, there is colour to be had. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it, it's not much, but it's but there, it's there. You know? yes. yes. But talking yeah. of berries, we picked a load of slows, Ooh. loads of slow berries two, three weeks ago. Where? Absol outside our house Ooh. at the back. Right. by our back oh, gate yeah. loads there absolutely loads but it's really strange we were saying how we used to pick the slows 
end of September, beginning of October, yeah. and now August. It just goes to show how, with the weather. climate change, know, you know, crazy. having our summer sort of May yeah. time, and then winter, yeah, and then it went back to summer again. Yeah. Very strange, they, but they there don't we are. Know where they are That's the they, way it though? goes. Yeah. Anyway, we're going to have a break for a little tune oh. now. Sue, so you've chosen Boogie Nights from Heatwave, taking us from back. The past. Yeah, blast from the past. Enjoy learning something new. Want to learn Welsh? Shimai, shuditi. Doing hoffi dusty kamarai. Learning online is easier than you think. You can learn Welsh in your garden. You can learn Welsh from your kitchen. You can learn Welsh from your lounge. You can learn Welsh from your spare room. You can learn Welsh sat next to your dog. Courses start in September. Friendly tutors are there to help you learn and to make sure you have fun doing it. And the best part is you can now do it from home. There's plenty of help available. The tutors are great. I'm enjoying learning Welsh. It's the most satisfying thing I've ever done. Dysgwch Gymra Gydavi. With 50% discount for beginners, what are you waiting for? Just sign up. Visit learnwelsh.com for full details. Hi, I'm Ben Stone, and you can join me on the weekly Pure West Sports Show with G&G Builders. All the latest sports news from around the county is featured every Monday night between 7 and 9 with my award-winning pal from PembrokeshireSport.co.uk, Bill Kahn, who teams up with Fraser Watson and Gordon Thomas for the second half with the latest news, views, guests and gossip. Pure West Sport, proudly sponsored by G&G Builders, a Pembrokeshire-based company who've been in business for 30 years. Find out more at PembrokeshireBuilders.co.uk. Witness the evil power of Bedhead. No! My hair! Won't anyone help me? Stop right there, Bedhead. Your reign of hair-meddling terror is over. Freestyle, my old nemesis. You can't stop me, boyo. Guess again. Eat laser! No! I'll get you next time, freestyle. Oh, thank you. No problem. When it comes to Bedhead, you just gotta freestyle. For wicked trims, call Freestyle Barbers, Portfield, Haverford West on 07827445589. This is Pure West Radio. West is best on Pure West Radio.
Boogie Nights there from Heatwave. Chosen by Sue, taking us back to our youth there, Sue. Eh? <laughs> was there such a time? Oh, yeah. Why was spent I remember it, Joe. Yeah, I, I know. Do. Oh, my goodness. Wish we could go back sometime. Oh, yes. Mind oh. there's a lot of heartache and heartbreak. Yes, I'm well. not sure I could be done with all that anymore, no, but then not, we're yeah. older and wiser. I know. <laughs> we're older anyway. <laughs> we're older anyway, yeah, don't know about wiser. <laughs> Right, okay, so we, before we move on to talking about the uh, National Garden Scheme that you're involved with, you suddenly had a, had a thought about, um, about heathers. And, about lavender. Oh, lavender, yeah, sorry. Yeah, lavender, about lavender, yeah. yes. Yes, I did. Um, I, I should mention, because lavender is sort of everywhere right now, but it is losing its colour. And um, you can cut it down now. I prefer to wait a little bit longer, but apparently Monty Don has said you can cut it down now. And I may have advised you to cut it down to just above the brown wood, which you see it goes all woody at the stem and it just looks like dead. And yeah. you're, you're sort of tempted to cut it off there. But apparently you cut it off where it's still green, a bit higher wow. up. Because yeah. if you don't and you cut into the wood, it may not regenerate. Cool. By cutting into the green, you're still it's still alive mm. and it'll send its goodness back down into the earth. Wow. So that's something. That's you know, a that's a lovely year. yes, that's a lovely yes. tip that is because lavender's beautiful, isn't it? Yeah, yes. fantastic. Right, so um the National Garden scheme. Yes. Well, you may or may not know, Jill knows that for many many years I've been a sort of uh, key volunteer for Macmillan hmm. since I worked with the Macmillan ladies when I was working at Mirko and they were our chosen charity and I got to know the uh, the manager very well and we after I left Mirko I just carried on my work with Macmillan but this year well it's probably before this year actually but Macmillan and the National Garden Scheme have partnered into a sort of collaboration mm. which means basically that the National Garden Scheme have given Macmillan an awful lot of money £500,000 I think it is oh, have every yeah. year not just Macmillan other charities but yes. Macmillan is one of the main ones yes and um, Macmillan wanted to sort of take it a little bit further than just saying, oh, we've got a partnership. And they wanted to show at the Open Gardens, which the garden owners do, who are part of the National Garden Scheme, they wanted to show that there was a flourishing partnership between Macmillan and the National Garden Scheme. And they asked me if I wanted to. I mean, they knew I liked gardening mm. and, you know, I love gardening and mm. going looking at gardens and mm. different things. And actually visiting those gardens independently anyway. They asked me if I would like to go as a Macmillan representative to whoever wanted that in their open garden mm. and just set up the stand and, you know, raise awareness. So mm, uh, just fantastic. to show that there was a, actually a flourishing partnership. Yeah. So, um I prepared a bio, sent it to the county organiser, she sent it to all the garden owners, a few, because actually there's not many gardens left open now, you know, we're quite no, late in the coming season. coming to the end now, yeah. A few came back saying they would be interested, and I've actually been to one or two. I went oh. to a lovely one at um, Llwyngari Hall in Llanbaltec, spent the afternoon there, got a little bit of money for Macmillan, uh, met some lovely people who I wouldn't have come across otherwise Mm. and uh, you know it was the very first one we've done so I think we're going to improve on it you know uh, just the logistics and the infrastructure just to make it a little bit more Mm. high visible good Um, so that's what I did and 
looking forward to next season now. yeah and, that's uh, brilliant yeah. well it's that's just up your street isn't it doing yeah. that because yeah. it's you know it's combining it was cold it oh, was yeah. not oh. a nice day oh really and i'd gone in the morning the sun was out and i'd gone in a t-shirt and i wished i'd had a jacket or oh, something it yes. was pretty cold yeah. so i was there from quarter to one till six o'clock oh wow yeah but, well you know uh, for next yeah, it time was worth <laughs> it. And, and it's something different mm. and i get to see all these lovely gardens lovely gardens perfect and yeah. to raise money for macmillan, macmillan. at yes. the same time Absolutely. brilliant oh yeah. that's great oh I shall look forward to accompanying you maybe next year on some of the ones that you go to. Well, yes, and I went independently to the Lamphy Hall Open Garden last Sunday. I think that's pretty much the last one of the season. Right. Not as a McMillan representative, just... um, Just to uh, see what was happening. I really enjoyed that. They had a wall garden. They grown... Again, they had loads of cosmos everywhere. Oh, right. All different colours, varieties. They got the seashells variety, the pop socks variety, the double-click bonbon variety. the Many sky's varieties. the limit. <laughs> yeah, you can go mad. Yeah. So, so that was lovely as yeah, well. Yeah, gives the you sun ideas. Was out and lovely. It was a nice afternoon. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's brilliant. That's 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 really really good. So, um, so talking about your own um business that you you've oh. got underway now, you're Elizabeth Vintage. So, um, tell us a little bit about <clears> that. <throat> uh, yeah. Well. Elizabeth Vintage has been bubbling away behind the scenes with me for many years now. Yeah. I've never actually made it official. Mm. And by that, I mean I haven't got my website going, even though it's been ready for a long time. And uh, it's basically, I collected over the years a lot of vintage paraphernalia, tea sets, props, this, that and the other, that anybody could use if they were holding a little event of their own. And I'm just specialising in small gatherings because obviously I haven't got the space to cater for hundreds of people. So it's small gatherings up to about 25 people. And I will be raising my uh, website before long so everybody will be able to have a look and see exactly what I do and the price list. I have been, even though it's been sort of under the radar for a couple of years, I've been supporting local charities and my own um, fundraisers that I do. From time to time for Macmillan, I use all the stuff then, but it's never really sort of been uh, a lucrative business. So I'm hoping to sort of make it a little it, bit more yes. professional yeah, and then absolutely. maybe get a, a small little income yeah. from it, perhaps. Yeah, absolutely. Great idea. And I've got three business cards for you as well. Oh, fabulous. And I must give them to you before that'd be, I leave Yes, that would be lovely. Yes, well, yes. there we are. Um, if anybody's interested in hiring anything from Elizabeth Vintage, and yeah. just well, you just contact us here at the studio, really, yes, isn't it? Until yeah. you get your website yeah. up and running. And so. my Instagram. I'm going to do an Instagram yes. so yeah. As well. Okay. And it's not just that, it's to do with garden and flowers as well. Yes, so, so got, they I've all intertwine. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Brilliant. Yeah. Oh, well, good luck with everything, Sue, for the future. You'll have to come on again and talk a little bit more about whatever project you've got bubbling under the surface I know. soon. There's lots happening. Yeah. Anyway, before we say goodbye, your lovely father. Mm. Is reached ninety he next has, week. Bless him. Oh, he's done so he's well. So, hello, Dad. Hello, Dad. Hello, Mr. Pugh. Yes, yeah, yeah. Mr. Oh, Pugh. <laughs> Mr. Pugh. Well, I only know him as Mr. Pugh. <laughs> I say the card is Mr. Pugh. I thought I don't know what his first <laughs> name is. <laughs> Don. Don. Of course it is. Donald. Donald. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Sorry, Don. I called yeah. you Mr. Pugh. Well, yeah, yeah, I suppose we're of the generation where we always called our elders. I mean, yes. I always called your mum and dad Mr. Mr. Laurie Mr. Or Mrs. Mrs. Laurie. Laurie. I know. I Funny. to call them by no. their first. It just seems too cheeky. It does, doesn't it? But it's yeah. not like that anymore. But no. that's our generation, yeah. I guess. That's yeah. right, yeah. yeah. So, um, 
yes, a very happy birthday to you, Mr. Pugh, <laughs> from everybody at Pure West Radio. I hope you have a lovely afternoon. Are you, yeah. go, are you doing any? Oh, oh, it might be secret. It's, ne- <gasps> it's next Saturday. Oh, next actually, Saturday. Yes. But, um, well, it isn't a secret. We're oh. hoping to take him to Barmouth, which is where he was brought yes, up. Yes, of course. And yes. where my mum and his wife, obviously, yeah. is uh, their final resting place. Yes, yeah. We're hoping if he's up to up it to that it? we'll get him yeah. up there sometime around his birthday Absolutely. and he'd like that. Yeah. And we've got him a lovely painting of Barmouth and where he was brought oh, up. Oh, lovely. The houses up on the oh, rock that'll be behind nice. the harbour. That would be lovely. Where he was brought up. So we've got him a lovely watercolour, which... Uh, I think I hope he will like that. Yes, anyway. I'm sure. I'm sure you will, Mister Pew. Yeah, Mister Pew. <laughs> Pew, have anyway. Have a lovely birthday for next Saturday. Because I'm sorry, I'm not here next week. So um, we've got a little Abba tune for you that I believe you like. Chikatika. <laughs> Sky. 
That was Chikatita there from ABBA. A birthday dedication to the lovely Mr Pugh, who's <laughs> 90 next Saturday. Happy birthday, my dear. Hope you have a lovely time. So, ABBA, yes, they're going to be, um, well, I don't, can you call it, they're reforming next year? I don't know. It's going to be very strange, isn't it? Because, they, well, they, you know, they've, they've released this new album. Well, they're going to be releasing this new album, ABBA Voyage, in November. And then they, they're going to be these ABBA avatars, or whatever they're calling what? them now, aren't they? It's going oh. to be very strange, oh, but strange. it's supposed to be fantastic. You know, it's going to be a virtual concert and they're going to be oh. performing all their hits. And oh, it might be quite interesting. Very, very, in- I think it's going to be very interesting, you know, mm. very different. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, it'd be interesting to see what reviews they, they get for that. But, it was uh, good that they've all collaborated yes. with the blonde lady. Was What's her name, Agnetha? Uh, Agnetha, uh, yeah. She, yeah, yeah Agnetha. she apparently didn't want anything to do with it for years, no. did she? No, and then they all came back together yeah. and formed and now they're all they're all together. But but apparently um they were all they were they they performed on stage in front of hundred and sixty cameras and with lots of these VFX guises oh. and everything to make all these avatars and it's, oh, oh it's, it does sound very interesting. It'd be interesting to see how well, it all I know pans they're out. old, but why don't they just do what the Rolling Stones yeah. do and get out there? Just get out, and just all. get out there. Wrinkles and all. <laughs> wrinkles and all. Yeah, why, why not? Indeed. Anyway. Time to say goodbye, Sue. Thank you ever so much for coming on my show this afternoon and I look forward to your visit again, well, Sue. Well, thank you, Jill. Thanks for no having problem. me. And it's been a delight as thank ever. You. Thank you very much, Sue. Right, so uh, every little thing she does is magic now. Coming up by the police. Very apt, Sue. Very apt. <laughs> Thank you. 
Pembrokeshire. How many days left in summer? On Pure West Radio. Summer in Pembrokeshire. Ah, basil and snail poison. The sweet smell of summer. On Pure West Radio. The power of radio. Bad weather. At the racetrack. In the shower. Oh, sorry. All things that never actually happened. While listening, you pictured them all, didn't you? You see, radio uses the theatre of the mind. It has a one-to-one connection with every person listening. So, if you want to get your business message across, then there is really no more intimate, creative or cost-effective way than using radio. So to find out more about advertising on Pure West Radio, email studio at purewestradio.com. And we won't send our fire-breathing, water-boiling, toaster-popping crowd over to see you. Yeah, and once again, that's not real. Radio advertising. Try it today. The Valero Community Update on Pure West Radio keeps you updated with the various projects Valero are supporting in Pembrokeshire. From sports clubs, schools, charities and musicians to members of staff from Valero who volunteer their time. We hear about the latest community projects Valero do to support our community on the last Wednesday of every month at 9.30am and 5.30pm only on Pure West Radio. If you miss it, catch up on the podcast at purewestradio.com. The Valero Community Update. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome to Pembrokeshire Vision Arts Wales, a brand new creative hub in Haverford West. Playing host to a youth and amateur theatre company, a show-stopping choir and a multitude of masterclasses from Broadway and West End talent calling all actors, singers, dancers and those who want to bring the West End to Wales. Vision Arts has the spotlight and the curtain is about to rise. Ready to take centre stage? Visit visionartswales.com Join us every Friday for the 2.30 kickoff as Haverford West County take over Pure West Radio to bring you the latest news and developments direct from the Bridge Meadow. Team news, transfers, new signings and the latest changing room gossip from the Cymru Premier side. Miss the final whistle? Well, listen to the Haverford West Bluebirds podcast by visiting purewestradio.com. Our club, our county, our community. Haverford West County AFC. This is Pure West Radio for Pembrokeshire from Pembrokeshire. Baby girl, I said tonight is your lucky night. Peter Andre along with Bob Lamb's party behind. I stop and stare at you walking on the shore. I try to concentrate, my mind wants to explore. The tropical scent of you takes me up above.